Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to Sunny Talk Sports. I'm your host, Sonny Giuliano. And joining me tonight to talk about sports entertainment, also known as professional wrestling, is my cousin, wrestling fan, and the only person to ever lose a sanctioned debate on one of my podcasts, Dan Van Beto. Yeah, Dan, did not welcome back. How are you doing? <laughs> well, yeah, you were, you know, that, that was a... Uh, I did not bring was, an A-game to that one. I'll admit that, and uh, for those who don't know, it was a a few years ago, the big Tom Brady-Pete Manning debate, which I've since relinquished after Brady won a fourth championship and is on his way to a fifth. But, uh, yeah, that was before Peyton won a second, and uh, I'm so happy that Peyton's uh, 3-1 against Brady in the AFC Championship. I'll settle for that. Yeah, I was going to say, that was... That was the year that Denver eventually lost to Seattle. So two out of the last, I mean, yeah, the last two times they played in the AFC Championship, Manning won. So at least you got that. You didn't, you didn't win the debate, but your your guy won on the field. So you have that to hang your hat on. Exactly. Two out of the last three Super Bowls with Peyton Manning, one of them will victory. I'll take it. Sure. Hey, the only Super Bowl that my team's been to in my lifetime, Rex Grossman was my quarterback. So <laughs> you you have a major leg up on me. So, yeah. but uh, oh, let's God. let's get to a uh, a sport that's pre planned and certainly exciting. And I wanted to get your take on the build up to the Royal Rumble pay per view this year. I don't know if I'm in the minority or the majority or if it's something where everyone's a little bit different, but I'm more excited for the Royal Rumble this year compared to most years. And that says a lot because this is annually my favorite pay-per-view. Where do you stand? Do you think they've done a a good job building this pay-per-view? No, I do. Because it's, I mean, they brought a lot of major players in this one. They got Brock Lesnar, Bill Goldberg, Undertaker, you know, Braun Strowman has risen up to be, you know, a main guy on Raw. And it's the first Royal Rumble, I feel, in like a long while where, you know, you don't really know which way they could go, which is exciting. Because in past years, you know, it's like, oh, you know, Batista's going to win this one, or you know, John Cena's going to win this one, just the way by how they're setting up all the feuds and everything. But they, between the brand split and all the people that are bringing into this one, it's like you feel like they could go a number of ways. So, And and really that's the way that at its best the Royal Rumble is. I mean, that was kind of always its mantra was that, you know, it's the luck of the draw and anybody could win it. Mm-hmm. And I can't decide if this year they've they've just kind of mastered how to build suspense leading into the, the actual Rumble match because – 
it does seem like it's better when there's a little bit of uncertainty as to who might win or mm-hmm. if or if they just really haven't been able to make up their mind as far as what they want to do with booking decisions. I, I don't know which one it is, but regardless, I think we're in for a pretty unpredictable rumble. And it, and I don't know if it starts with the title matches, but let me just throw this out there. So we have two the two main titles, one on each brand. Mm-hmm. There's the universal title on Monday Night Raw that's held by Kevin Owens, and then there's the WWE Championship held by AJ Styles on SmackDown. Now, the the presumption is that both of the champions walking into Royal Rumble will lose their titles. Yeah. Who would, who would you say has a better chance of retaining, oh, Styles or Owens? Oh, Styles? AJ Styles, by far. I mean, his title reign has been so much better than Kevin Owens. I like Kevin Owens. I've been a fan of his for a while now. I he did great stuff in NXT. He can cut some funny promos on Raw, but his world title run has been very lackluster. Like, his title run and the Universal Championship in general has felt less important than Chris Jericho's list. <laughs> that's a problem when you're trying to build a brand new world championship and make it feel like a world championship and it just hasn't from the stupid name to how it's been booked since the start I mean obviously Finn Balor's injury kind of threw a wrench into their original plans but who knows maybe maybe things would have been different with Balor but uh, yeah I haven't they just booked Kevin Owens completely different from how he was on NXT, and I think he was a more credible NXT champion than he has been a Universal champion. Yeah, I've always been an Owens guy too, and I I even have to admit that his his run has been a little underwhelming. And if I I don't know if it's because he's standing next to Jericho the basically the entire time he's had the belt, and amazingly Jericho's like. This post prime run, I, I yeah. think, has been one of his more enjoyable. Like, this is probably my favorite version of Jericho since like O two King of the World Jericho. I don't know. I, I liked uh, two thousand eight Chris Jericho when he uh, he had that feud with Shawn Michaels that lasted about half a year. Oh yeah, that was a good one too. He put his head through the monitor and he was like he had a mean streak to him. And yep. Yep, but I forgot yeah, about yeah. that one. He's been he's been reinventing himself throughout the last twenty years, and it's, it's been fun to watch because he's he really is talented. He's he's my personal favorite. I know a lot of people, most people wouldn't argue he's the best of all time, but he's my favorite of all time. Well, any guy who has the courage to wear goat on his trunks has my vote. <laughs> so and, uh, and wear a scarf to the ring with only and a scarf to the ring. Um, <laughs> So you you basically give Owens no chance, it sounds like. No, I I haven't been this sure about a title change since Triple H versus Roman Reigns last year at WrestleMania. Yeah. It's pretty much a guaranteed given going in that Roman's going to win, and that's who they want in the main event. You know, WrestleMania, that's who they've wanted the last few years, but the fans have really turned on Roman since he left the Shield, so... So with that said, what kind of odds would you give Styles to retain? Ooh, 
that's a tough one because I think Cena's going to win, but it wouldn't really surprise me. I'd say maybe three to one odds. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. If I if I were a betting man, which I, I might be, I might be inclined to take Styles with those odds. I don't know. It's funny. I do think that over the last month, there's been so much stuff leaking on the internet, and I don't know how much you look at like the the rumor sites and stuff like that. Yeah, but for a while, the the belief was that it was going to be Cena and Undertaker at Mania, and there was the thought that maybe they wouldn't put the belt on Cena for that match. And it would just be non-title because they didn't need it. But now everything you're reading basically says that they've went away from that idea. Mm-hmm. So it it does seem like Cena is the likely winner in this match. It would tie him with Ric Flair with the, the all-time number of world championship wins, yep. which they're obviously going to give Cena at some point. So why not now? But um, I think, yeah, but Styles has had such a good run in the last four months. The only reason I'm even going with Cena this time is because last summer, Cena and Styles had a feud, and Styles went 3-0 and in pay-per-view matches against Cena, one of which was a clean, victor- clean one-on-one victory at SummerSlam. That was the second one, right? Their second match? I, I want to say, I think it, it might have been the last one. I remember they had like a tag team match. That Styles won, and then Styles won. Uh, I think Dirty Tactics in one match, and then the SummerSlam one was the one I remember. He had the clean victory in the middle of the ring with no. Uh, I think that's where he's still with the club. I think the club interfered in one of the matches. Yeah, that's when they were doing the whole beat up John Cena thing. Tag, yeah, and I think it was a six man tag match with the club and Styles against Cena. I forget who his partners were. Oh, and Zone Cass, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who? Congrats! Congratulations to WWE for really doing a great job of derailing all the momentum that Enzo and Cass had when they came oh in. Oh my god! <laughs> great job by by the booking to just like solidify them as the fourth best tag team on Raw when people were dying for them to be like the biggest thing well, and like the New Age Outlaws. Great job. I. I don't blame them for giving the straps at first because they wanted New Day to break the longest reigning tag run of all time, so I couldn't really give those the titles to Enzo and Cass right away. But I, I, after they, I don't get the whole Cesaro and Sheamus thing. I don't. Yeah, I don't get that, like, and I and I don't get the the Rusev angle. Like I don't know what good that does to just have Enzo continuously getting beat up by Rusev for hitting on Lana every week. I don't understand it. Yeah. I, I really don't understand how Jinder Mahal came into into this whole storyline. <laughs> they just, like, oh. okay, token foreign guy to be friends with Rusev, we'll pick Jinder. It's just a classic case of, uh, we don't know what to do with these two guys, so let's put them in a tag team. That's what they did with Cesaro and Sheamus. They didn't know what to do with them, so they put them in a tag team, you know, and it's, Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, and I haven't been a fan of Cesaro and Sheamus as well. I've been lukewarm with those two. I, I mean, they can, yeah, they can do good matches, but they uh, they don't really have too much of a chemistry as a tag team. Like. No. And I feel bad not only for 
Enzo and Cash, but also for Rusev. I feel like that guy has always been on the cusp of being the biggest heel in the company. Yeah, they they had a good thing going with him when he was U.S. champion, and uh, I mean he he, he put yeah he put Cena in a really relevant WrestleMania match, and he probably made Roman Reigns more relevant this year than at any other point. And he's one I, of the few yeah he's one of the few heels like him like I'd say him and the Miz are probably the only two heels that can still get booed. It feels like, I include myself in this, I like to cheer the heels, but I feel like they're the only ones who can still get actual heat from the crowd instead of having, you know, the Sparks cheer them. Yeah, they... It's it's rare. And I I almost don't even know if, like, it's genuine heat or people just, like, buying into it. Like, just, like, going along with it just because... Regardless, chance, yeah. yeah, like, regardless, it's really good. And the same could be said for The Miz, who I have been very critical of, and you know that firsthand. Mm-hmm. But he's been awesome this year. Like, yeah, he's aside, been good at Continental titles, you know, runs. And like, his, his, feud, his feud with Ziggler was awesome. They had some really yeah. good matches. And, like, I think that was probably the best Ziggler's been in the last three years. He's, yeah, he had a recent heel turn. He's been – it's still early, but it's – Which I didn't like. I, I don't I, I don't know why you kill that momentum because it did seem like he was really over. And, I, you know, SmackDown, mm-hmm. they don't have – they don't have a ton of guys to begin with, and they definitely don't have a ton of quality faces. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't have switched him. Um, but that that's beside the point. So we can assume that heading into the Rumble match, we'll have Universal Champion Roman Reigns. We'll have WWE Champion John Cena. Yeah, so, the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, and that being the the case, who do you think? Let's do this first. Who do you think? the guys who realistically have a chance to win the Rumble are, which is a different question altogether than mm-hmm. who do you think should win the Royal Rumble? Realistically, I think as far as most likely, you get Goldberg, Lesnar, Undertaker, Braun Strowman, like the top four, I'd say. And then there's some that are like an outside chance of winning, outside chance of Chris Jericho, um, Randy Orton, Ray Wyatt. I mean, those are like the more long shots. Uh, I like, and then there's a couple surprises that I think could win. Well, here, let's let's do this first. Let's do this first. Let's go through the case for all of those favorites of how they should win, how likely it is that they should win. Because I do think that there could be some surprises that could that could possibly be booked to win, but I want to go over the the favorites first. So the big the big three, and this is kind of you know, WWE didn't hide it on Monday Night Raw who yeah. who the three right. major right. players are going into Rumble are Lesnar, Goldberg, and Undertaker. Yeah. 
Now, if we're assuming that Goldberg and Lesnar are going to have their rematch at WrestleMania, doesn't that kind of eliminate each of them from realistically winning the Rumble? I think it does, but they're basically WWE's booking Goldberg and Lesnar as the favorites going out. But I don't think either one of them will win because I think they are having a one-on-one match at WrestleMania, which I don't think it's going to be for the championship. So because I don't think either one of them. The, yeah, the only frequently enough. I mean, they have had part-time champions in the last couple of years between, you know. Rock, Triple H, and Brock Lesnar. Well, had title runs recently where they were still part-time, but... It would it would just... It's not so much that they're part-time. It would just be really hastily thrown together if yeah. somehow Goldberg and Lesnar were, were to fight for the title. Like, yeah, and then they'd have to throw Roman Reigns in a triple threat just to get them in the championship or something. You know, it, it just it wouldn't feel... Basically, yeah, they, the end of Survivor Series, we pretty much known there was going to be a rematch. Yeah. The way they ended the Survivor Series match, you knew there was going to be another one. So, so I think if I, for, if I had to guess, I'd say Goldberg's going to eliminate Brock Lesnar, and then after he's already eliminated, Brock Lesnar's going to come in back and eliminate Goldberg at some point. That he makes might, sense. Maybe, yeah, maybe he'll like go to the back for like 10 minutes, and Goldberg will still be fighting. And then, and, as a surprise, Lesnar runs back out and eliminates Goldberg, and they brawl to the back, you know. And that would actually be an interesting callback because in 04, Lesnar cost Goldberg the rumble. <laughs> Didn't Lesnar yeah. come down and interfere and Angle end up eliminating he, Goldberg? Yeah, I just, yeah, he, uh, yep, distract, he distracted Goldberg after he came out, and then someone, I think Kane or someone threw him out, yeah. But Goldberg, so, like, yeah. So, me personally, I would be I would be surprised if either one of those two won. Yeah, me too. Even though the, I was just saying they're the three favorites as far as who WWE is pushing the Sure. Right after, the night after Survivor Series, Goldberg says, I'm going to win the title. You know, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble and get a championship match at WrestleMania. They were pushing that real early. So... That, the other two names we mentioned were The Undertaker and Braun Strowman. Now, we talked about the the rumors on the internet and stuff like that. Those two were linked for a WrestleMania match against each other forever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if, if one of those two don't win the Rumble, that's probably the match we get at WrestleMania in a non-title match. Braun Strowman versus The Undertaker? Yeah. Eh, I mean, I guess they could see it, but uh, if, if one of them win, obviously Undertaker, I think, would take Cena. Strowman would face Reigns, whichever one, if they were to win, I would think. But I don't know if I see Undertaker versus Strowman. I mean... Undertaker's running out of opponents he hasn't faced at WrestleMania yet. But I think the big one is John Cena. And I think, I don't know if they'll give Strowman a match with Taker right away. I think he's not proven in the ring, and it could be Undertaker's last match. You know, I mean, they say that every year, but 
it's just a reality. The guy's in his fifties. Who the hell knows? You know. No, I I I see where you're coming from. It just it, it seems like he's on the fast track to a big push as their top monster heel. Oh yeah, and definitely. and and let's assume that this is Undertaker's last match. Even though the streak is already broken, wouldn't the best way to get Strowman over would be to have him beat the Undertaker? Yeah, I didn't think of it that or, way. Or am I or am I overrating the Undertaker's clout? I feel like, I mean, the Undertaker. I mean, it's always a big deal when he has a match because he does it so rarely. It's usually only at WrestleMania. I mean, obviously, he's going to be in the Rumble this Sunday, but it's not a one-on-one match. He doesn't have to carry it. He can only be in for two minutes, as far as we know. Right. But but I feel like they don't, at this point in his career, they don't want to risk Undertaker having a duck match, and that could happen with Strowman just because he's so new in the ring and he hasn't really, you know, proven himself as being able to carry a match, much less the match of the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah, see, what WWE missed out on was this should have been, if they do book Strowman against The Undertaker and have Strowman win, that should have been Bray Wyatt's spot two years ago. Yeah, they should have. But I think, wasn't that the first match since the streak broke? It was, but there's a way. Yeah. But there's a way where you could twist that, where where Wyatt comes out looking real good. I mean, he he is built as the new face of fear. He, he has this sort of mystique oh, yeah. that is different than the Undertaker, but it's kind of just like a modern version. And yeah, I mean, they, they, they had really that, the ball with that. They had that sitting there, and you know, you say they dropped the ball with that. That's basically been every Bray Wyatt feud in the last three John years. Cena, yeah. Back-to-back years, he loses WrestleMania matches against John Cena and Undertaker. I'm like, how are you going to book Bray Wyatt? It's incredible if he doesn't win a big match, you know? Right. So, Undertaker and Strowman are both possible. Um, Undertaker, I think you're right. It, it'd probably be Cena that he challenged for the title, though it would be so WWE to put Undertaker against Roman Reigns thinking that, like, the people want Roman in the spot. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It, it would just be it would just be an absolute shit show. Yeah. So, aside from that top four, The Undertaker, Ro- uh, Strowman, Goldberg, and Lesnar, who do you think is the, the next most logical winner of the guys who are already confirmed? Of the guys who are already confirmed? Uh, yeah, because uh, I'll say this. I think I think those four are are, you know, considered the favorites, mm-hmm. but the two like fantasy booking ideas that I've heard or come up with in my own mind that I like the most and I think actually make the most sense are guys that aren't confirmed for the Rumble match. Yeah. I think there's so, two. I like Samoa Joe and Finn Balor. I think exactly. Exactly. Think, we might we yeah. might as well just do those because 
You, your pick is Joe on Sunday, yep. and my pick is Balor. Yep. And I think those two make the most sense if you want to not only have it be a surprise finish because neither of those two are confirmed. We have no idea if Balor is completely healthy. It hasn't been confirmed that Samoa Joe is moving up from NXT. And it's fresh faces. And, you know, it's yeah. all fine and good to see Goldberg and Lesnar and Undertaker this time of year. But, like, at some point, WWE needs to be concerned with, okay, who's our next yeah, batch of guys? Yeah. Because I feel like in the early 2000s, you had Cena, Batista, Brock Lesnar, and Randy Orton come up in, like, 2002. I feel like in the last decade, they haven't made any new stars outside of maybe the Shield. Like, you yeah. haven't had any, they haven't properly booked anyone to be a major star. Like, they've had guys with potential to be major stars. I mean, they, I, you could make a case for CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, but neither one of them are with the company anymore, so, or not in the wrestling capacity. So, I mean, really, stars that they made the last 10 years they need to start making them. You know, they, you can make a case for the three guys in the Shield, but that's about it. They really haven't not and, built the company. And, you know, the common the common thread between those four names that you mentioned, Cena, Orton, Lesnar, and Batista, they all want to rumble. Yeah. So that's where it starts. I mean, if you look at 2011, that was Alberto Del Rio. 2012 was Sheamus. They haven't they, they haven't backed the right guys. That's the problem. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the company keeps pushing guys that they want in the main event, but not that the fans want. Like, I feel like in the late 90s and early 2000s, they were pushing guys to the main event based on who the fans reacted to the most, which is how it should be. Mm-hmm. Instead of, now they got, we want Roman Reigns in the main event, and damn it, you're going to like it. And it doesn't work, you know. And then they did the same thing with Batista when he won the Royal Rumble and nobody wanted it. Maybe the – where does that rank in terms of the worst booking decisions in the last in the last 10 years? It's got to be top five, right, thinking that people were going to be, like, super pumped about a Randy Orton, Dave Batista, WrestleMania, WrestleMania main event. Oh, my God. Like, like <laughs> Daniel Bryan was red hot. So how could you ignore entire arenas standing on their feet and screaming for someone. Like, there, there hasn't been a reaction like that since The Rock or Stone Cold. Right. Like, Daniel Bryan was getting, you know, that year. And it's like, how do you just try and shovel him back to the mid-card when there's so much, you know, so much to be made? They eventually had to relent, but only because the fans hijacked the show. Not well, they wanted to. I mean, I, I don't know at what point they made that decision. Um, you know, the at that Royal Rumble when Batista won the Rumble match, they badly hijacked the Orton Cena title match. Oh yeah. And I don't know if maybe at that point they realized, oh crap, we have a really big problem. But it was too late to call an audible for the Rumble. Yeah. And then they just had to roll with it in the upcoming weeks. And you know, I'll give you know credit where credit's due. Watching 
that power struggle between Brian and Triple H and the, you know, brief evolution reunions that, that came from that, they did a good job salvaging that storyline. Yeah, eventually, after they relented the fact that the fans wanted Daniel Bryan and he should be in the main event wrestling, then they did a good job booking. They hit the, the match with Triple H for, you know, the number one to be put into the main event earlier in the night in WrestleMania and the whole feud with Triple H leading up to WrestleMania. They eventually, but again, they only did that because CM Punk quit. Right. CM Punk, yeah, CM Punk went on record saying that they wanted Triple H versus uh, CM Punk at WrestleMania and that Daniel Bryan was going to face Sheamus again somewhere on the mid-card. Until which, which, if we're talking booking decisions... Sheamus going over Daniel Bryan in like 12 seconds uh, at, at WrestleMania 28, right up there with Batista. Uh, like, I, w- I didn't even necessarily... I mean, Sheamus won the Royal Rumble that year, I did, and Daniel Bryan was a heel with the world title. I'm not even necessarily upset with Daniel Bryan losing the title at WrestleMania, but... It was in I, that fashion. You have, two, you, have good, you have two good wrestlers. Why not put a you know, a great 20-minute match on and then have him lose? Why do you have to completely bury him, you know, in yeah. 10 seconds when you could have a great WrestleMania match and you throw it away? Do you want, though, I, I will say this. In WWE, there's no way they could have foreseen this. That was the night that the Yes Movement start. Yeah. I, I don't care what anybody says. I was there. I was in that arena. That the Yes chant overwhelmed every other chant that night. Like oh, yeah. bigger, bigger than than Cena sucks. Bigger than Let's Go Rock. Like it was the Yes chant all night. And I, I think I, I think fuel was only added to the fire when when Brian lost in that fashion. So in some goofy way, that probably helped his cause two years later. But yeah, well, I digress. I, I, I'm trying to yeah. Plus, there's another hijack, a memorable hijacking. They were booking John Cena versus Randy Orton, number 821. And it was to unify the two world titles, the World WWE Championship and the WWE Championship. I know where you're going with that. It was supposed to be the biggest match of all time. And for some God-known reason, they were booking it to be the biggest match of all time in Seattle, Daniel Bryan's hometown. And they brought out all the former WWE and world champions. And Daniel Bryan was in the ring. And... Triple H couldn't even get a word out edgewise with all the Daniel Bryan chants and yes chants when he's trying to uh, promote John Cena versus Randy Orton and Daniel Bryan's not even in the match. Wasn't that when that was when Mark Henry like broke character? Because wasn't he a heel yeah, at that yeah, time? Yeah. And he like all, stopped and raised Daniel Bryan's hand. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then he, he like gave the cut it out motion with trying yep. to get him to stop. And then Shawn Michaels was like. He was in the ring, too, and he's, like, putting his hands down, trying to quiet the crowd. Yeah. It was just a, oh, my God. And you could just see how pissed Triple H was. Like, he wanted this John Cena-Randy Orton match to be the one of the biggest matches. I mean, just, oh, the crowd wasn't having anything. <laughs> well, okay, going back to the original point of creating new stars, which Daniel Bryan somehow got over. Um yeah. So you have Samoa Joe and you have Finn Balor, and I think those are probably the two most popular 
picks as far as guys who aren't confirmed for the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Since, since your pick is Joe, lay out your your scenario where he wins and the fantasy booking on the road to WrestleMania that would follow. All right. Um, if Joe wins, I think he'll be late entry 25 or later just to, you know, up the, the shock factor between him being the entrant and him actually winning. Uh, I think he'll feud with Styles going for the title match at WrestleMania. Now, wow, okay. They, so hold on a sec. So you think it – now is it dependent on Styles winning the title? If, if Cena were to win the championship think, match, would that change I, your pick? No. I think I would say Cena wins the title from Styles at Royal Rumble. Styles wins it back in the elimination chamber two weeks later. And so I'll then you have like a it. triple threat? No, no. There's there's an SmackDown. There's an elimination chamber pay per view between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Right. So then at, at WrestleMania, would it be a triple threat with Styles, okay. Cena, and Joe? I think it would be. I, I'm still going with Cena Undertaker at WrestleMania. Okay. So I, I think it would be Styles versus Joe one on one. I think like. Joe wins the Rumble, Cena wins the title at the Rumble, and then Elimination Chamber, Styles wins the title back without even having to pin John Cena, so John Cena can win the feud, but not keep the title. And okay. I think maybe Undertaker costs Cena the title at Elimination Chamber. Maybe he pins him to eliminate him. <laughs> and then that, that'll set up Undertaker versus Cena, and then Styles versus Joe at Mania. Okay, I think given, I can see. given their, given their, I mean, they're not going to acknowledge it, but as all the fans know, there's like a decade history with them in TNA, where they've had a ton of bouts, and you know, just for them to see it at WrestleMania would be like kind of a, I think it would be a good match. Sure, and I actually think even if it wasn't Joe and Styles, I I thought it was telling that I don't know what you saw of Talking Smack this week. But, I didn't see but, it this week. Well, I saw SmackDown. I didn't see Talking Smack this week. Styles made some kind of assertion that, like, Cena would never be able to hang in an indie ring or, or something like that. And okay. I, I thought to myself, that that's really setting up for Cena Samoa Joe. Because, you know, if Cena beats Styles... Yeah. At Rumble, and then pins him again in the Elimination Chamber. You kind of have a built-in feud with Joe, where Joe could be like, "Okay, I I was the guy in the Indies. I, I mean, I doubt he could say TNA." Yeah, yeah. And then, and you know, he would obviously it would obviously be a much more physical match, which to me it, that's what it sounded like Styles was saying. Like, oh, physically he wouldn't be able to hang in in an indie ring. Yeah, I think the small Joe versus Cena would be interesting, but I don't, then if Styles loses the title at Rumble and he loses at Chamber, where does that leave him for Mania, though? I haven't decided that yet. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like so, you want to bury your top star, or not 
right now he's the top star on SmackDown. I mean, Cena's obviously going to be the biggest star, but you know, really I hasn't been on SmackDown the last four months. Yeah, I heard some of the things I heard was that they were going to book a AJ Styles Shane McMahon match, hmm. which I don't quite know how you get to that point. But I mean, I guess that's something. That's a big match, I guess, since it's Shane McMahon and it, he's you know the what he the own not the owner of uh, general manager. SmackDown, general manager of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I guess that's something. I don't know though. But I, I you know I do think that that pushing Joe right to the title match at Mania would be refreshing. Yeah, it it would kind of legitimize NXT in a way mainstream yeah, that least, like the hardcore fans haven't already like come to grips with. I feel there is precedent. I mean, they brought Finn Balor right from NXT to the first round of the draft, and then in less than a month after he was on Raw, he won it. The world was the inaugural Universal Champion. Well, like, let's say. Let's stay there, because Balor's my pick. Mm-hmm. And it'd be, I think we talked about this on Facebook, super easy to book him in a title match for the Universal title. Oh, because yeah. it's, his, lost, yeah. it's his title that he never lost. He beat Owens multiple times in NXT, so that's one possible mm-hmm. champion heading into Mania. He beat Roman Reigns on his Raw debut to become number one contender for the Universal title. And one thing that could come out of Balor and Reigns is a Shield and Bullet Club eventual showdown. Oh, I didn't think of it that way. But I don't know. So, I don't know if... Yeah, I don't know if... I mean, they, they had Reigns aligned with Rollins a little bit in the last few weeks, but... I don't know if Ambrose would come into the fray or. Yeah, I mean, something down the line. If they were to, if they were to redraft the rosters in three months, which you know they've done that kind of stuff before. Yeah. It could break that way where you know on Raw you have Balor and Anderson and Gallows continuously beating down Rollins and Reigns, and then the night of like some draft or a trade. They they send over Ambrose to Raw. Yeah, it could happen. I mean, in the past they did in the original brand, but they had a redraft every once every year, I think. Yeah. And the and the and the draft last year was in July, I think. So I don't know. So I mean, they could, but I think they. It feels like they book everything going up to WrestleMania, and then they kind of have a fresh start. So maybe they would do a draft right after WrestleMania or something. They or, could. To me, that seems like the most logical time to do a redraft. Draft year. Yeah. yeah, because you, you have these major feuds that end at WrestleMania for the most part. Mm-hmm. Just get a fresh start for everybody. Re, you know, rework the combinations. Yeah. Um, the the other possible match for Balor that I love that I doubt would ever happen would be Balor versus Undertaker. 
Just because you have the 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 demon king versus the dead man, it'd be a really interesting kind of passing of the torch. The the entrances alone leading into that match mm-hmm. would be awesome. I feel, like they tried that, yeah. I feel like they tried that with Bray Wyatt, the passing of the torch from Undertaker to Bray Wyatt, and that didn't really work, only because they didn't book Bray Wyatt to win. Right. So um, they pulled it. Finally, pulled the trigger on their younger talent, which they tried to do with Balor. I give him credit with that, but he just got hit with an injury. Okay, before we go in a few minutes, give me give me a few other long shots that we haven't talked about. That if you had a thousand dollars and you could bet money on them to win, with high odds, who your picks would be? Oof. Long shot, I'd say, I think, I don't know how long shot he is, but I'd say Chris Jericho. Okay, so my long shot, let's let's say long shot is anybody that we haven't already talked about possibly winning. So you like Jericho as one of your possible long shots. Yeah, I feel like Jericho's been in WWE for nearly 20 years. Now that he's won the U.S. title. I feel like the Royal Rumble's like the only major accolade he hasn't done. Well, he hasn't won Money in the Bank either, but I feel like Royal Rumble's the only real big accomplishment he hasn't done yet in his career. So I would say, you know, and he's doing the best work of, I wouldn't say the best work of his entire career, but he's he's having one of the best years of his career this year. So I would agree with that, and I actually think that could set up a really interesting triple threat between him and Reigns and Owens. If if we assume that that Owens and Jericho their their friendship is going to fracture, which it already yeah, shows signs of. Um, yeah, I think Jericho will have a U.S. title match with Owens at Mania. Any way that your man the Miz could turn some heads and get a win and <laughs> challenge John Cena in the highly anticipated rematch of WrestleMania 27? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm, Blunt and to the point. I like it. I like the Miz, but I don't think he's getting back in the main event, which I think he's a solid. He's been doing some good work since the draft and going to SmackDown. But I don't see him as a main event player. He, I could see him maybe challenging for the WWE Championship on SmackDown, but I don't see him going like into a major title match at WrestleMania. Though I could see him maybe having like a SummerSlam feud for the World Title or something. But for some reason, I don't. After the debacle of this last main event at WrestleMania, I don't see them pushing him in the biggest spotlight anymore. No, probably not. No. But, uh, I mean, there's some, uh, there's some interesting stuff here. Like, how do you feel about the whole uh, Randy Orton joining the Wyatt family? I think that could lead to some interesting things. I think that'll lead to a WrestleMania match with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, myself. They've already shown signs of them yeah. Orton just had a match with Luke Harper on SmackDown where they were fighting each other and 
Okay. Yeah, to me, the, when when that first happened and Orton started with like flirting with joining the Wyatt family, it didn't totally make sense. And then when they fully pulled the trigger on it, I was kind of pleased with it. Like I I yeah. liked it more than I thought I would. Yeah, it's um, definitely it's definitely interesting. He uh, it feels like Randy Orton's been kind of doing the same thing for a few years, and he gets good crowd reactions, but. I was, I felt like he needed something different, and I didn't think that this was going to be it. But it's been interesting to watch. I mean, would it, would it be at all possible that, that he, him, and Harper could help Bray win the Rumble? Like, is that a direction that? I mean, that would be a surprise for sure. But like, I, I guess. More I mean, unpredictable stuff has happened, but like, it, I mean, it, there's, it, there's go ahead. I mean, they did that a couple few years ago when uh, Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase helped Randy Orton win the Rumble, right? They were in Legacy, so I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it'd be an interesting direction that they could take it, and you know, I, I'm not in love with Cena being champion. But, like, the thought of Bray cutting promos on on Cena and talking about his redemption from WrestleMania three years ago and this time challenging for the title and this time he has Harper and Orton with him, like, it doesn't sound bad. Like, it's a match that I I, I would get behind. Like, I'd be interested in how that plays out. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a number of different ways they can go with as far as the Rumble winner, and it's very early in there. I don't even think they've decided all their – I mean, other than Goldberg, Lesnar, and Rollins versus Triple H, I don't think they've really even decided their WrestleMania booking yet, so. No. Um, any chance Shane McMahon follows in his father's footsteps and becomes a Royal Rumble winner? I thought you were going to say follows in his father's footsteps and creates a kiss my ass club. <laughs> that would actually, you know, if if we're if we're building off of the the on-screen animosity between Vince and and Shane from last year's WrestleMania, wouldn't the best way to turn John Cena heel to be have Shane McMahon win the Rumble, challenge Cena for the title, and have Vince back? John Cena instead of his own son. Oh, that'd be yeah, that'd be interesting. And they'd never do it, but no, no, no. Like if if this was like a choose your own adventure book, <laughs> that would be an adventure that I'd at least be intrigued to to, to go down. <laughs> um, tri- Triple H, think we see him in the Rumble match? No, but they – interesting, he, he's got to come out at some point because they uh, – He cost Rollins the – And Rollins got taken out of the Rumble match, which I think he'll work his way back in somehow. They might make him wrestle another qualifying match in the, earlier in the night in the Rumble to get back in, but 
was See, Rollins to me, not hooked at all. Yeah. To me, I think the the play that they eventually go with is you put Triple H in the match and Rollins comes down and beats the hell out of him and that's the the kickstart to their to their WrestleMania feud. Where Triple H is in Royal Rumble and Rollins isn't, and Rollins comes out and eliminates him? Yeah. Yeah, that could be interesting. I mean, uh, I mean, you could argue that Triple H wants to, I mean, obviously, assuming Roman Reigns wins the title early in the night, you could argue Triple H put himself in the match because he wants to redeem himself from WrestleMania last year when Reigns beat Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think of that happening, but I, I, I mean, obviously, I knew pretty obvious that Triple H versus Seth Rollins is going to happen at WrestleMania, but which I hope to God, I hope, hope, hope that finally at WrestleMania, Seth Rollins stops doing this freaking pedigree and gives them a curse sound for the victory. The crowd would just explode. A great finishing move. Oh my God. I don't know why they got rid of the curb stop. It was a great finisher, and he never looked like doing the pedigree. Nope. And I, and I thought they were going to finally drop him using the pedigree when uh, Triple H turned on him when Owens won the Universal title. But that would have been the perfect time to drop the pedigree. But, again, this would be another perfect time. Actually, actually the perfect way to do it, I think, would be to have Rollins pedigree Triple H and then instead of going for the pin, follow up with the curb stomp. And pin him that way. Yeah, yeah, you definitely should win with the curb stomp at WrestleMania. And then just stop doing the pedigree. Oh, my God. I don't know what it is about it, but he's never looked right doing it. Triple H's move, you know, and it didn't make any sense after the authority turned on Rollins. For him to keep using Triple H's move, I guess you could say it made sense when he was still with the Authority. But yeah, I don't know. If that that would be a the crowd would pop for that if he got a curb stomp for the victory at WrestleMania. All right, one last question. On a scale of one to ten, how great would it be if Kurt Angle's music hit and he entered the Royal Rumble? <laughs> now I'm thinking of a number of surprise entrants. But Wait. yeah, I'm, uh, there were three of them that I thought of. I think uh, you know, Keith, he mentioned something about Shaq being a surprise entrant set up the yeah. match with Big Show, which I could see happening. Shawn Michaels is going to be there in San Antonio. Oh, yeah. and I, I don't want to get my hopes up. I've been hoping for it so much. He, HBK is my all-time favorite, mm-hmm. and Kurt Angle isn't far behind. Um. If I if somehow both of them were in the rumble, I I need to call in to work the next day. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to stand it if they if they both were in the rumble. I'd just it'd be over. I think it'd be yeah. Oh my god, the fans are go. If either one of them, they go insane. Especially Shawn because Mike, Shawn Michaels has already confirmed the. The uh, commentator or whatever on the pre-show. Yeah. Not only know he's going to be in San Antonio, he's going to be in the building that night in his hometown. So he's. I mean, I could see him saying he's got, said in interviews he's 
always wanted his last match to be his match with Taker at WrestleMania, and I could see that, but I don't know. I feel like it's a big. Even if they don't, even if they don't go anywhere with it, just a nice ten-minute spot where he comes out and the crowd explodes. Get, get a few. You still got it, chance. You, you still got a chance. You know, super kick just, everybody in the ring. Yeah, yeah. Preaching music about ten people. You know, like not even just that, but he could still. I'm bet he could still go in the ring as far as wrestling for a while. I mean, if if we're if we're assuming that Bill Goldberg could still go, there's no reason to think that Shawn Michaels couldn't. I don't know if they have as much faith in Goldberg as far as in the ring. I mean, they had that 10-second squash match at Survivor Series. and uh, But, yeah, he can't go in the ring like Shawn Michaels. See, I bet even now Shawn Michaels could still put on a clinic. Yeah. Anything else we have to cover? Uh, let's see. We got the... Uh... Oh, yeah, I had a little... I forgot to tell you, I mentioned on Facebook I was watching some past Royal Rumble matches. Uh, I saw the stat, and uh, oh, there's really not much longevity as far as uh, people in the Royal Rumble matches as far as staying with the company. I'm looking, uh, like 2011, there was a 40-man Royal Rumble. There's only 15 guys. I looked, uh, There's only 15 guys still with the company. That yeah, that was that was that weird rumble. That was the one Del Rio won, and they had that the the whole thing in the middle where it was the core against Nexus, wasn't it? Wasn't it that one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and like all those guys are gone. Yeah, and like CM Punk and like Wade Barrett, Wade Barrett, and Ryback, Ryback, yep. Cody Rose, like, it's just, even going back, and I had a little trivia question for you, just to try and, I think you'll get it, but I was watching all the Royal Rumbles, and then uh, 2008 Royal Rumbles, nine years ago, mm-hmm. uh, there's four entrants in that match that are now dead. Who are they? So 2008, I'm pretty sure that was one that John Cena won. Yeah. Correct? Okay. Yep. Yeah. So it would have been an MSG. Yep. So I want to say Jimmy Snuka was in that match. Yep, he was. Um, 2008. Oh, man. I'm trying. uh, Oh, Umaga. Yep, he was wrong. Roddy Piper. Yep, that's three. I don't think I'm going to know the last one. He wasn't a returning legend. He was part of the main roster at the time. I don't know. No? Big Daddy V. Oh, Viscera. Yep. Visagra. Yep. Right in his uh, suspenders with 
all kinds of flap hanging out. My favorite viscera was was uh, Visagra when he was like when he was a couple with Lillian Garcia. Oh, that's uh, when he's uh, the world's largest love machine. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Great stuff. <laughs> well, so, so fantasy uh, booking for your fantasy WrestleMania. You, what's that? You said, um, your preemptive WrestleMania card. You got um, Goldberg versus Lesnar, I assume. Yep. Uh, Rollins versus Triple H. Yep. Yep, we both agree on that. So, what's your WrestleMania um, championship matches? I I mean, I guess by picking Balor, it would be Balor versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title. Mm-hmm. Undertaker Cena for the okay. WWE Championship. Okay, I got. I got um, Samojo, Royal Rumble winner versus AJ Styles for WWE Championship. I got Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns for Universal Championship. Totally possible. Your yours are actually probably more likely than mine. Mm-hmm. I'm picking Balor. That's an emotional pick. I'm hopeful that WWE won't be scared off by a freak injury and mm-hmm. and derail the momentum that he had. Because it did seem like he was on the cusp of being something pretty big. I mean, pretty they were big going for all us. in with him. Yeah, they were going all yeah. in. Yeah. Hmm. Who well, got one in uh, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale? I guess I don't have a match for Strowman so I'd have to pick him because he's going to come out of WrestleMania looking good. Mm-hmm. So I, I, without really going through the card in depth, I would, I guess I'd say Strowman to win the battle Royal. I got Sami Zayn. I think they're, they're really pushing the underdog story with him. I, I think like he's probably the biggest guy they have that they don't have a plan for. So they'll yeah. probably have to. Yep, I could see that. Well, Sorry. the good news is we're only a few days away from Rumble, and then the, the picture will be a little more clear. Mm-hmm. So what we'll have to do is do this again in a few weeks, maybe after the the next couple pay-per-views, um, Elimination Chamber and Fastlane, and then talk, yeah, about, the, talk about the actual card. You in for that? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, Dan. I appreciate the call. I had fun. Oh, I'm yeah. sure we'll be we'll be talking via text message frequently on Sunday during the Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling in. All right. Yep, have a good one. Everyone, thanks for listening. Um, thanks for reading. This was paired with a Royal Rumble-themed write-up. And I will have my third annual Royal Rumble running diary Monday morning ready to go. So make sure to check out that, and we'll talk soon. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.